Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the communities. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to want to be writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, or know of an entrepreneur, a small business owner looking to advertise on the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have, we going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash BTW podcast. The details will be in the show notes. That's ko com forward slash BTW podcast. And one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee. You all know I like coffee. So... Shout out to Latoya Shantae, Soul Inspired, Kimberly Hall, and Kim Isaiah. That's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley. And today we have an amazing guest. I've been following this woman online, even though uh, I'm probably not the target audience. But I enjoy the material. It is that good. I just translate it like I do uh, when I would listen to Lauren Hill's song. You know, if she's talking about the guy, I just substitute <laughs> a female just for, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever your preference is. I don't really care. But welcome to the show. Help me join in welcoming to the show Ayana Angel. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate your excitement. I feel like I was about to run out on the court. <laughs> yo, yes, you are. You are a star. You know you're a star. You play. It's like, yo, who is this woman? Yo, I, I gotta, I gotta find out about her. And I've been tracking. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I would tune in, and I'd say, you know, the whole production is around women. I'm like, well, you know, I'll tap into my feminine side when I log in, but it's, I'm, I'm not. I said that already. I'm not the ideal market, but I. <laughs> 
there's certain that's things okay, that are transferable. Though. Yeah. That's okay. You're not the only one. You're not the only man out there who listens and who has told me. I know I'm not your target audience, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I'm listening just so you know, and I appreciate it. Do you have, do you have, uh, is there a designated name for, for those men like myself who tune into your episode? You got to form a group for us, man. No, but, but I mean, that's not a bad idea. But the funny thing is, there's no designated name for the women that listen either. So, you know, maybe I'm just not one of those people. <laughs> I feel like we all individuals. I, I pride myself on being an individual. So I'm like, we all individuals. We might mm-hmm. be collectively in this thing called life, trying to figure out this journey for ourselves individually. But you know, we don't have to be clumped together. <laughs> that's cool. So for those of you out there, for those of the audience that may not be familiar with you, Ayana, why don't you tell them a little about yourself, how you got started on this magnificent road that you are now traveling? Sure, sure, sure. So as Derek said, my name is Ayana Angel. I am a podcast host, a podcast producer, an author, and um, I just try to put goodness out there into this world that I think will be beneficial for other people. Uh, a part of the reason that I do that is because when I started out on my journey, even before like anybody knew my name, if you will, in terms of putting myself out there publicly, mm-hmm. I was just trying to figure out like what was going to make me happy. And I realized that at a certain point, I was just checking the boxes in terms of doing things that other people expected of me in terms of trying to find success. And so I realized at a certain point that um, that wasn't making me happy. So I decided to figure out what was going to make me happy. And I took all kind of classes and just self-exploration and everything, just going on this journey to sort of understand myself better and understand how I wanted to show up in this world. And that eventually brought me to writing a book. Um, I was working in sports entertainment PR for the National Basketball Association. And during that time, the end of my time there was there for about six years. And during the end of my time there, I wrote this book and then I ended up leaving that job and um, getting the book traditionally published. And from there, what I thought was going to be a writing career turned into a career that was more so about putting and producing content for this world that would be beneficial for people who are trying to figure out what their next step was going to be. So I eventually created the Switch, Pivot, or Quit podcast. And then and Amazing Media came after that. And so here we are. <laughs> yeah, you know, you you just hearing is like, oh, okay, it's just that. But seeing... This, you know, you go to the site and I'm, and I'm like enamored. I said, yo, check out that furniture. <laughs> this is so, this is so, it, it, it's captivating. Like she really has style and, and, and fashion. It's, it's, well, thank you. Yes, it looks nice. I, I had to take the glasses off. I was looking at it. I was like, oh man, this is, this is really, this is, you're not playing small. Not at all. <laughs> I like that. I like that you did that. That's a corny segue, but I'm going to insert it and probably leave it in there. And maybe we'll insert some drum rolls. But the, the I mean, just being able to listen to you and talking about how you, you, you didn't have your voice or you weren't sure what your voice was mm-hmm. um, when you were in the, and you said the official team, you gave, you gave them their official government name, the National Basketball Association. Absolutely. Because when you say it sometimes, especially if you say it fast, it can sound like MBA, like maybe I was in an MBA program or something mm-hmm. like that. It could just run together. So it's just like, just call it what it is. So, so I don't have to clarify for anybody. So did you play sports at one point? In your mm, no, not really. I've always been, I guess you could say quasi active, but I wasn't an athlete. No, mm-hmm. no. I didn't ask you at the beginning. So we got to know now. 
because they're curious. They're gonna they're gonna want to know. Like, is she a D and D lady or is she a five bucks lady? She's a neither lady. Oh. She doesn't drink coffee. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't drink coffee. I don't. I don't drink tea. But if I do drink tea, I drink this honey ginger lemon tea. Um, and I don't even know if it's really classified as a tea because it tastes nothing like tea. And that's why I drink it. But it's Who makes very, it? very good. Who makes it? Yeah. Um, this might sound a little racist of me, but somebody in the Asian community, because it got some maybe Chinese, Japanese. I'm not familiar with the writing. I don't know. Okay. But that's the kind of writing on the package. Oh, that's not racist. So, it's just you just don't know. The, you know. It's just facts. The facts okay. is I go to the little Asian market where they sell the fruits and veggies and they have all kinds of the tea. And, and you know, it's, I think it's truly a thing because mm-hmm. there's different brands and all of that. I just haven't always been hip to the game. So hopefully I'm able to put somebody else up on game who didn't know about it, who may want to drink and partake in something, but they don't mm-hmm. really like tea or coffee. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, I, I see you, you started, you ventured out into, um, you know, you're, you're cooking now. But before we get to the cooking, though, I want to find out. So you're, you're, you're a publicist. You were a publicist for the NBA. And then you mm-hmm. said, I'm going to make this. I'm going to write this book and I'm going to get into podcasting. And I don't just want to have my own show. What led to the transition to say, I want to have a production company and help other people uh, amplify their voice? It, it really, it was really an organic sort of uh, growth to that place. Because when I first started podcasting, I quickly realized that the space was heavily white male dominated. And with that being a fact, I said, okay, where are the people who sort of like look like me mm-hmm. or have a, a similar um, voice within this space of podcasting and not similar as in the exact same as me, but just like, where are the black people? You know, um, where are we in this space? And so some of the first things that I did was first thing I did, I created a directory and it just had all these podcasts on it, um, by black people and specifically black women. And then that, that was, people loved that people really, it was really well received. And then, um, from there, I just kind of kept thinking about what could be next. What else could I do to, you know, offer my, my, I guess you could say my talent to the space and my perspective and and just my ability to kind of like, you know, amplify voices. And so Mm -hmm. that's when I kind of came up with Maisie Media, but I truly sat on the idea about Maisie Media for a while before I actually took some action because I had to be sure that it was something that I wanted to do. And I still didn't even know exactly what I wanted it to look like. I just had an idea. And I, I do think that that's the beauty of having to get started because once you get started or pushing yourself to get started rather, because once you get mm-hmm. started, you can kind of see how your vision will start, start to unfold and morph in different ways than maybe you even expected. And that's exactly what's happened with Maisie Media and having other podcasts on Maisie Media's platform mm-hmm. and then being able to produce podcasts behind the scenes for, for companies as well. It's, it's, more, it's helped me to kind of see where I can take it. That is incredible. I, 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 was, I was a senior center manager for FedEx mm-hmm. and they used to send us training CDs and you would have to use these CDs to obviously train the employees. I was like, why don't you just do a podcast? It just would seem like it would make more sense. Well, we're, you know, 
We're like, I'm like, DVD, you're sending these DVDs to, for us to, to watch. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you don't want to do the podcasting? And so yeah. this idea of podcasting was on my mind since like 2007, but it just didn't have an outlet or have an idea of where you were going to be able to take it. And so then to, right. to, to hear you saying that you're now offering this to corporations, are you finding that they're more receptive to this now? Uh, yeah, I think there's, it's a mix, right? Because to the average person, they're still becoming more familiar with podcasts, right? So the population that could be listening to podcasts that maybe say listens to radio or watches like digital streaming services, we're not quite there in the podcasting industry where everybody has um, adapted listening to podcasts, but there Mm -hmm. are people who are more familiar than others. And what you'll find in the corporate spaces is that people will be familiar as a listener, but it feels and sounds intimidating to get into producing that type of content for their company. But there's an interest there. Mm -hmm. So there's also this sort of like education piece. And sometimes there's a a, um, hesitation and sometimes there's also a... um, just a longer process that you have to go through to get people acclimated to the idea and kind of make them comfortable enough to where they're sa- they're like, okay, let's go ahead with this. But then you, on the other hand, you have a small um, number of people who are just like, I see this, I like this, I want to be ahead of the curve, especially yeah. in my industry, let's go. And they just pull the trigger and just, they're just like, go, you know? Yeah. So it's a mix, but I think that just understanding that we're not where we could be as a as a whole societally where people are adapting to podcasts. That just mm-hmm. partially makes the difference, you know? Yeah, definitely. There's a, um, at the beginning of our trailer, uh, Snack Nation, they have a, um, one of the, one of the uh, marketers, her voice is at the beginning of the trailer and they have a, a, a podcast. I was like, yo, this is like so cool. I think that's part of the reason I included them in the trailer because just the whole idea of, they're a company, they yeah. have these little snacks that they offer to corporations, and they've got this podcast. I'm like, yes. Right. The more people that, that, are, that are doing it and the more that corporations are, are, are talking about it, then, yeah, the, the, the medium will survive. You know? mm-hmm. Absolutely. And can continue to grow. Yeah. yeah. There's, I think you have one of your, um, one of your, one of your sponsors Mm-hmm. Carla Harris's name was mentioned. I don't know if that's the same. I was going to check with my sister. I don't know if she was. Um, remember, here my sister was at a at a function, and mm-hmm. she was one of the speakers. Uh, it's a black woman. She was one of the speakers at this function. I'm like Carla Harris. That name sounds so familiar to me. Carla Harris. She she was one of the sponsors on. What, 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 one of your sponsors mentions her name. Oh, there's a I guy who was who was doing the talking. I'm assuming one of these official right. founding voices, and he mentions Carla Harris's name. I'm like, yo, is Carla Harris? I didn't get a chance to Google it, but I'm like, yo, I think that's her because it's not. Uh, it's, it's, it's very few women in in that space. Um, uh-huh. Talking about uh-huh. financing and this, yeah. So she's she's pretty dynamic. It's like, wow, awesome, awesome, yeah. So you have have ventured into the kitchen, and um, it doesn't look like you know what you're doing, but you you you're confident. I'm like, yo, this is this is um, yeah. I, look, I can't cook, so I know. Like, I'm, <laughs> so I, I can tell when people don't have like, skills. Lord, I'm good. <laughs> you know what you're doing, but I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> Let me tell you this: everybody who has had my food, they say otherwise. I said it looks like you don't know what you're doing. I didn't say okay. I, I didn't say your food don't doesn't taste good. 
Well, that's where they that's where they say looks can be deceiving, right? Yes, yes. absolutely. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. And I'm like, oh, she's got she's cooking and stuff. You know, it's not like Darius or whatever. You hungry? You want a snack? This is yo. You're doing your thing. I was like so excited, and I'm trying to type. And I think I sent you a message, and my my iPad is, you know, it's on it's on the keyboard. You know, uh-huh. so but when you open up IG, it's landscape so i can't see the screen i'm I'm sending you some jacked up message i'm like oh my god i sound like an idiot but hey it's okay you know i think she got the gist of it (laughs) she's like i don't know what this is supposed to mean so i guess i'm supposed to translate it so (laughs) doesn't sound like (laughs) okay so what started you down that path of incorporating the ig lives with cooking um Mm -hmm. and, and sharing um i think just COVID, being in this pandemic space and, you know, everybody is isolated and you really have no choice but to get a little familiar with the kitchen. Um, I'm a person who I wasn't, I didn't pride myself on cooking. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't cooking like three meals a day or anything like that. It's just, it's not that I didn't know how. It's mm-hmm. just that I was doing other stuff too. And so being in this space, I was really hesitant to order food in the beginning, um, especially because you just didn't know. It's like, yeah. okay, I can order food, and then what if you got it? And it, you know what I mean? You prepare my food. So um, I just started cooking a lot more. And mm-hmm. just, I think, having the time to cook, because you can't really make the excuse because you have nowhere to be. You know what I mean? Maybe you have meetings or things like that, but yeah. you don't have anywhere physically that you need to be. So I just started experimenting more and just being... Um, interested in eating good you know Mm -hmm. while i'm alone whether i said good not healthy so sometimes it's healthy but sometimes it's good and so it's like well what do i have a taste for okay what can i try and recreate that maybe i've had out at a restaurant Mm -hmm. before that kind of thing so i think it's just me wanting to not um wanting to mix it up during this time but also not wanting to order in all the time either and also just kind of push some of my money some of my limits, if you will, in terms of what I thought I could do in the kitchen. You know, it's just like, let me try this. Let me try that. Mm -hmm. And so now what I've realized is that I've developed a a deeper, I guess you could say, connection with cooking and that I don't don't need a recipe or I can decide to try something and and it actually turns out good because you just, once you start playing around in the kitchen, you Mm -hmm. really start understanding how things work and what, what what's going to make sense and what will work versus what won't work, you know? So it's been fun for me. I would definitely yeah. say it's been fun and it's kept, it's kept me kind of like um, in this space of not being able to go anywhere, not really being able to do much. It's kept some excitement and it's kept me from, you know, being like, uh, kind of having those down and woe is me type of moments. It's just like, you know, you got to have some things to look forward to. And right now it's a good meal that I'll create, you know? Yeah. And it's just not, it wasn't, I found it wasn't just you cooking. You're like, you're a storyteller. So you're, you're sharing these stories and it's really down to earth. And you mentioned, um, you mentioned, I think it was Kathy Heller. I might uh-huh. which, and so I go to her page. She had, she had went live right after you or a couple of hours later, whatever. And her voice is so soothing. But I was like, I can't, I can't. After, you know, it was, I guess this is just like the, the, the introduction. I guess it's the time of day or whatever. 
And I'm like, okay, I got some stuff to do. I can't, I can't tune in right now <laughs> because I'm going to fall asleep. She's going to, it's like, you know, yoga, you know, downward dog and the music is, you know, it's, it's relaxing. The ocean sounds in the background. I couldn't do it right then. But scrolling through her feed, I was like, oh, she's, um, you know, she really has some, some interest. And so during the interviews, you can see, okay, she's upbeat. This was just this live. And I'm finding that I'm, I'm, if I was resistant to the idea that it's not my, I'm not the, the ideal demographic, then you could miss out on some of the good, good stuff that, that, that's out there. Mm-hmm. And I think everything is not for, for everyone. And so for sure. people who might be interested in finding out more about you or finding out more about themselves, you have this, um, this one hour special. It's not on Netflix. They just have to come directly to you to, uh, to pick up the phone to, to find out, you know, to, to gain access to this. So why don't you tell them a little bit about that and how they can um, sign up to have an hour with you? Oh, sure. The Pick My Brain Sessions. Ah. Yeah, so the Pick My Brain Sessions, I started doing those because I've, I've always been the person amongst my group of people, if you will, and people, you know, closely connected to me as well as, you know, sometimes a little further away, um, where people think like I have the answers. And a lot of times I'm like, okay, maybe I don't, but I can figure it out for you. I can guide you or put you in the right direction. So as I continued, um, just really making the switch pivot or quick conversation available via the podcast and everything, I would get a lot of people that would inquire about different things, especially about how to do some of the things that I did in my career, how to make certain moves or, you know, just sometimes people just want somebody who's objective that they can bounce their ideas off of or talk things through with or somebody who's been there and done what they're trying Mm -hmm. to do. And so I decided to create the pick my brain sessions because, you know, people will hit you up all the time and say, can I pick your brain? And eventually when you're somebody who's out there, if you will, it gets to be exhausting. It's too much. You cannot accommodate everybody. So I just set it up in a way that it's like a a minimal financial commitment for them. But it's a way to say, I appreciate your time and respect, you know, your knowledge base and Mm -hmm. what you've learned throughout these years that you can share with me. And then it's also a way for people not to waste your time. So they get on your calendar for a pick my brain session and they had to pay for it. They're going to be there. I think I've only had one person not show up, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, how long of a period have you been doing this now? Um, I've been offering them for a few years now, actually. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. I think probably about maybe like three years or something Mm. like that. Um, And say it again. I said, that's a good rating. I mean, one out of, you know, in three years that's canceled, you've got, you've got better stats than, than, than the gym. Yeah. You know? And and funny enough, they didn't even cancel. They just, they just um, didn't show up and then needed to, and then wanted to reschedule or whatever. Um, and I don't even do reschedules like that, but if you let me know in advance, then we can reschedule it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like this. I'm an action person. And I'm a person that takes my career and my professionalism seriously. So I expect the people who are coming into my space to do the same thing. So no, you can't reschedule a ton of times. But if you're serious about this and you tell me what's going on, then you may be able to reschedule once. But for me, I want to get on the phone with people who want to get down to it. We don't get on the phone. I'm not your coach. 
So I'm not sitting here trying to ask you a whole bunch of questions so that we can have, I can stretch this out and we can have 10 different sessions over, you know, the next three months with me. No, let's get on the phone and let's get to it. What do you want to know? What, what are you, I, usually I start with, where do you want to start? Mm-hmm. You've told me where, what you want to talk to me about. You tell me now, where do you want to start? And then the conversation goes from there. I check in with people. Okay, how are you feeling about what we just talked about? How are you feeling about what I said? Because a lot of people that know me know that I'm very straight up. And sometimes that is what is difficult for people to hear, but it's what's necessary for people to hear. I've had people in Pick My Brain sessions before tell me that they want to do X, Y, Z, but they have no certification, no qualification. They don't plan on getting any or anything like that. And I'm like, okay, so who you tell me who you think is going to take you seriously. You tell me how you envision this working. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, that's not the, that's not the way. That's not the plan. You need to do X, Y, and Z to get this thing started and to get lay the foundation. And what a lot of people's hang up is people just, they, especially with the social media error and engagement people Mm -hmm. see other people's stuff and they just want to get started and they just want to just just jump off the diving board and just get right into it but a lot of times what they fail to realize there's some of the foundational fundamental pieces that you must establish first and then you can build from there So a lot of my conversations with people are how to establish that foundation, talking it through. What does it look like? And because I'm a creative person, I can give you the name like like you just said, like, oh, what's the name of of the group of men who listen to you? Like if I was talking somebody through that on a pick my brain session, I'll come up with a whole name for them and everything. I give of myself in these sessions. Mm -hmm. And that's what I pride myself on is that if you're going to come to me and book a session, I'm going to give you everything I got. I'm not going to hold back on you or hold any information like, oh, I don't want you to know that. I'm going to give you everything, you know, mm-hmm. and you can ask questions about it. As well. So yeah. these sessions came from a very organic place of they're just be- me seeing a need for people to have somebody objective to talk things through with. Mm. Yeah, you I, you stopped. You had broke up. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you now. Yeah. Yeah. You broke up. I, I, I missed the last part of what you said. Oh, I said these sessions just basically came from a space of me wanting to give to people, but understanding that there has to be a mutual exchange there. And when I give, I just try and give everything that I can. And then we can talk it through when you if you have questions about what I've shared with you. Okay. And there's a there's a special currently. So if you if you if you're interested, suggest you go to the uh, to her site and take advantage of the special. And so how how could someone best prepare for the session? Because you have like a list of topics that you you know they yeah. can engage in, or how would they prepare themselves for the ke- the session so they can get the most out of it? Absolutely. So on the website, on my website, ayanaangel.com, you'll see where there's a list of potential things we could discuss. And mm-hmm. these are all things that I've done before in a part of my background. And I have some knowledge on um, these areas. Now, to prepare for the conversation, the intake questions, it consists of your name, um, your email address, um, what you want to talk to me about. If we've had a session before and if there's any links or any points of reference that I should review before we get on the phone and 
for the other person on the other end to best maximize their time, I think it's best to have have a little clarity on what you really want to know. Mm-hmm. What's going to make a difference for you? Or maybe what are those burning questions that you've been wanting to ask somebody who's been in the space before, but you don't really, you don't really have anybody to ask, right? And mm-hmm. if you give me, if you give me reference points, like let's say you want to ask me questions about your Instagram, make sure you give me a link to your Instagram and then have reviewed it yourself and be familiar enough with what you have on there so that when we discuss it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Same thing with like your website, those types of things. Mm-hmm. Or if you have um, a business that you started and there's questions that you have maybe about pricing on your products and things. Well, make sure that I'm able to see those products mm-hmm. and see a description and understand what you're offering so that we can really dissect it and talk about it from a um, from a knowing place versus just pie in the sky. Who knows what, what we're really talking about? We're just kind of like throwing some stuff out there. No, I want to I like to be able to talk specifics with people when I can so that I can best guide them. Yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a, when I see this, it's, it's an excellent resource. Um, I watched my sister who I'm fond of. And so she, by day, she's an administrative assistant. Um, and in a, the rest of her time, she's, she's running a business. And people hit her up all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly asking questions. They're con- you know, she's a giving person, so she gives. And part of me is like, yo, sis, what's up? You know? And she, She's like, what do you mean? Like, yo, they, they're constantly asking how much, and I'm saying in my head, like how much time do you think you're spending? It's not like, don't be, don't give of yourself, but yeah. you're going to get to a point where it's like, yo, um, you co- yeah, <laughs> you'll, they'll okay. drag you out mm-hmm. and then go on to the next supply. And I'm like, exactly, exactly. And, and that happens all the time. And that's another reason why I had to put together the pick my brain sessions because People have, they don't mean any harm, but Mm -hmm. every, a lot of people are out for self, right? So if you allow them to, they'll keep, they'll keep tapping into you and tapping into you and tapping into you until you're drained. And now they're completely replenished and they're full and they have everything they need. And then they go on about their business. And I mean, I've encountered situations before where people have asked, asked me questions and basically used me as a resource about things that they didn't know anything about. And then they don't even say thank you. And it's like, oh, no, I don't have time for that. (laughs) But what we're going to do is this how we're going to set this up. And and I even have people that will just to give you an example, I have people that will DM me and ask me questions about their situation, especially after they listen to the podcast. And what I always tell people is I can talk in generalities especially like if I'm on Instagram live and stuff like that. But if you want me to start speaking specifically to you and your situation and dissecting it and telling you what you should do and how you should move and what you should be thinking about and all those things, you got to book a session. You got to book a session because I need, I probably need to know more and there's probably follow-up questions that I want to ask you and things I want to probe about so that I can really give you the answers that are going to be most beneficial for you. And it's like, I get it. There's a lot of people out there who are scamming people, trying mm-hmm. to charge them for courses that don't really per- net the kind of results that you think. Um, I get it that everybody is a coach and all these different things. That's why I'm the first person to tell you I'm not a coach. But but what we talk about in the in the pick my brain sessions, it is a hybrid of like coaching and consulting. 
because I've done this work before, you yeah. know? So I'm not trying to sell anybody. Oh, hey, come work with me. Come work with me. If you think I'm the person that can help you, you book a session. If you don't think I'm the person that can help you, you keep it moving. You keep yeah. listening to the podcast, doing whatever it is that you do. But we all have to decide what's valuable to us and how we want to spend our money. And I never forget a young lady came in my DMs and she was asking me about the session, but she was asking me a question. I said, you can book a, you can book a session. And then she said, I sent her the link. She went to the link and she said, and she scoffed at the price. Right. But then I went to her page and I seen that sis was just in Amsterdam. She was in Paris. She was out there living her best life. So sis, number one, number one, you decided to spend your money on what you wanted to spend your money on. Number two, you think sis over here don't want to do that kind of stuff too. So I'm going to sit up here and give you all my knowledge that I paid for and paid for in my sweat and tears and in my money. And then I'm just going to just give it to you for free. So you could be out here living your best life in Paris and Amsterdam. You don't think sis over here want to? She do. How she going to do that? By getting paid for her knowledge, period. So it's like, you have to be, you, sometimes you got to take it there with people because people will no try to take advantage of you. And so you just set up things in place so that mm -hmm. that can't happen. If they do, it's because you let them. You allowed it. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. with everything in life. Yeah. Yeah. I am, um, so I, I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to have Ayana on. I can't hear you. You're breaking up. Oh, you're fine-ish. Fine-ish. <laughs> Am I still? No, yeah, yeah. you kind of... It's yeah, like it's kind of... It's it's debating, but I think the audio will be there. Now I'm even hearing okay. the audio. Okay, so what I said, what I wanted to do is um, I'm going to book a session. I wanted to find out first. I wanted to be able to share um, you with our audience. And I'm a firm believer in respecting people's time. And so I, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to um, to be here, to be able to share with the audience. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have a list of what I want to cover prior to sitting down uh, with you. And the only question I had is, can I record the session so I have it to refer back to? I actually record the sessions. And I send them to everybody after. Yeah, that's a part of the process. And I ask people before we get started, I record these sessions. It's just for your reference. So mm -hmm. you don't have to take feverish notes. And so that you can reference the conversation. And I ask, is that okay with you? Mm -hmm. I've never had a person say no. So, yep, I record the session. <laughs> yeah, and I promise not to ask you, you know, just, just silly stuff, just to see whether or not you know, you know, this won't be like an Alex Trebek you know, ah, oh, sorry, wrong answer, but thank you for playing. No, I definitely want to know. I want to take advantage of the, um, of the opportunity to, uh, to be able to pick uh, your brain. So thank you so much, Ayana, for being here. Where can folks find you online if they're looking to search for you? Tell them all your links and stuff. I'll definitely have them included in the show notes, but take it away. Sure. So you can find me at ayanaangel.com and that's A-H-Y-I-A-N-A, -A -A, angel, A-N-G-E-L.com. And um, you can listen to my podcast amongst the other podcasts that I'm affiliated with at maziemedia.com and that's M-A-Y-Z-I-E media.com. And I'm on Instagram at ayana.angel. That's where I typically hang out on the social media scene. So 
Come check me out. Come say hi. <laughs> Definitely. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having me, Derek. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Enjoy the rest of your day. You as well. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 